0: fellow Americans. We are fortunate to be alive. Cool, huh? They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect number us history. from the Central University. University. Like we always do about this time Boom, alright everybody Welcome to episode 319 of the and Jacob Do America podcast I am your host, in the place to be Mr. Jacob P And sitting right across from me Is the Brown recluse, Mr. Archer Archer, (laughs) Art. say hello to the millions And millions, what the fuck is going
1: on Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com Check out their entire inventory they got the coffee beans they got the hibiscus tea they got the cacao butter they got everything your heart desires use promo code america at checkout to receive 15 off tell them martin jacob sent you take a picture of yourself wearing the hats the pants whatever they're selling but definitely when you're drinking the coffee tag us tag them they appreciate it. We appreciate it. Also, before we continue, I can already tell that my nose is all plugged up. Yeah. So just so you guys know, I'm battling. I'm playing injured here through some
0: fucking allergies. So. Yeah. The beautiful Bakersfield weather, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but you know what would cure those allergies? If you just snorted a line of fucking Ethiopian blend caveman coffee. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Enter promo code Jacob. Give yourself 15% off as well as cure those fucking allergies. Oh, 100%. In this beautiful Bakersfield air that we have here. You know what's fucked up? We went to Fresno. We went to the Fresno Zoo uh, yeah. last week. And like you can see like the fog, the smog like travel down like the I-5 down to Bakersfield and just like settle down like within a little cul-de-sac oh, yeah. called San Joaquin Valley and that's shit. That's
1: the sad part of like coming down the grapevine. All you see is that big like fog. Mm-hmm. It's
0: Valley fever. That's that's our air. That's yeah. what we're breathing in. Yeah, but here comes Caveman Coffee like that, like underdog just fucking fucking
1: Punching a wall through your lungs,
0: dude. <laughs> Fucking just put this in your lungs, dude. You're better off. <laughs> Speaking of being better off, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor. Guys, I'm talking about the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch. I need everyone to head on over to Apparel.com, where Nicole has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So uh, check out the store. Uh, put in your car everything that you want, love, or desire. Fourth of July. Is in a week and a half from now. So let's make that a thing. Yeah, you got some bunk ass friends or relatives that wear fucking shitty fucking Walmart clothes. Why don't you do them a favor? Head on over to com, enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you 10% off your entire purchase. <laughs> but guys, we're not here to talk about the valley fever that lives in the San Joaquin Valley. Yeah. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Guys,
1: we are here to talk about. The Flannon Isles lighthouse I don't know what uh I don't know if some people call it the Flannan Isles mystery definitely more lighthouse the lighthouse to me is the the symbolic like thing like I don't know dude there's something badass about lighthouses I just want I just want to point out in all this research for this week every time I would fucking Google it and they would show like a different lighthouse they always look beautiful as fuck dude. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as an ugly lighthouse. That is true. <clears throat> like, apparently, I did not know this,
0: but like, L.A. has one of the most historic lighthouses. I was gonna say, like, doing my research this week, like, I was like, because some of my, on my white side, my relatives are from Newfoundland, Canada. And that's all of their decor, is like lighthouses. And every, when I go back to the old country, if oh, you will. Know, oh, yeah, dude. Like they, they, they
1: respect th- the ocean, that's why. Oh, oh yeah. like Those goddamn idiots are at the bottom <laughs> of the ocean right now trying to steal from <laughs> 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 trying to steal from fucking Mother Nature. The Titanic sunk for a reason, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to snuck,
0: sneak that in there, dude. Can I have my soapbox back, please? <laughs> Sorry. <go laughs> Art on. just jumped on that shit, like. <laughs> those goddamn like you going to say Those goddamn liberals in California Those goddamn liberals At the bottom of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> Look at Gullyman um, But anyways Vote blue this uh, election season But anyways uh, no, like, when you go when you go back to the old country, to Newfoundland, like, that is all of their decor. Like, yeah, yeah. when I went there, all the relatives were like, Jacob, check out this lighthouse that was built, like, in 1842. Like, they, they show all this shit. <clears throat> and then being so close to, like, Los Angeles and San Francisco, mm-hmm. like, I can't think of one goddamn lighthouse. Dude, I agree. So,
1: lighthouses are not a thing for, like, not on for me. On the West Coast. On the West Coast. The funny thing about this, and I can't remember, I didn't write it down in my notes, but apparently... The lighthouse in Los Angeles is known as the lighthouse that built Los Angeles. The reason being is because we didn't have enough trees in, in, in LA and Cal- Southern California in order to build houses. Mm. Right? And so all that wood had to be imported in. And at that time, there was only one lighthouse for for like the docks, basically. So it became known as the lighthouse of build California because all the fucking lumber that was coming in, it was all coming <laughs> into that port. And it all, because of the lighthouse, it was like pretty much the, the big beacon to um, to bringing in all those ships coming into to the uh, the L.A. port. So pretty cool. I wish I would have known that. I've never actually seen it. I've actually never, <laughs> like, I'm sure it'll it's look just. It's in the just, Getty Museum or some yeah. shit now, yeah. I'm sure it's still active more of a fucking, like, homage to the history because I assume yeah. that modern ships have, like, radar and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, like... They have LED lights. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, actually, I don't know. All those rice rockets that go up and down, fucking, you know, the I-5 <laughs> and shit. Where they're just, like, fucking looking out for cops.
1: <laughs> dude, now my nose feels all pluggy. Dude, we had a great Patreon where I didn't feel pluggy. As soon as we started doing this one, like, my fucking moco started coming out, dude. Mm. Sorry. I have to, uh, no, that's all right, dude. You're
0: getting in character for the coldness of the Scottish Isles. <laughs> Better
1: out than in, I guess. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So if you see something green, yeah. sorry.
1: If you see me fucking
0: like wiping my nose on my own shirt, dude, just fucking Mind know. your own business. Mind your business. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but anyways, we're not here to talk about L.A.'s lighthouse that we've never seen, but we've been to L.A. collectively a million and a half times. Uh, we're talking about the Flannan Isle Lighthouse. So the Flannan Isles which I thought was weird. I'd never heard of this uh, uh, lighthouse, and rightfully so, uh, because it is in uh, a section of islands within the Scottish Isles, which uh-huh. so, like, there's Scotland proper, like, mainland Scotland, like, where they're eating the haggis and all this shit yeah. or whatever, right? And you got, like, all these fucking islands, and I guess they almost touch, like, North America. Like, that's how far out, like, Dude, they go. Dude, that's another thing that was very deceiving.
1: They are really fucking far north. I did not realize yeah. how north they were. They're like close to Greenland and shit like that. Like, dude, they're basically like in the Arctic. I <laughs> did not realize that. I for some reason, I always envisioned them a little lower. like there would be parallel to like like the Carolinas or something like that, or like mm-hmm. you know northern Southern California, you know washington d c maybe. yeah, but like they're like, way the fuck up there. They're like eye to eye with the fucking Canada and all that shit. like, yeah. I didn't anticipate them being that far north. And they were kilt's. Like how the fuck did yeah, that? Yeah, that's the other thing. I I don't when I think of like Ireland, Scotland, like no offense to those two countries, but this fucking America, bro, we got good shit. <laughs> like when we think of those two countries, like aren't they just like the same thing? <laughs> it's like South Carolina and North Carolina. And Puerto Rico I, and I'm, Mexico the I'm, same hey, thing I'm not, I'm not going to get offended if somebody's like, "What the fuck is difference between northern <laughs> north uh North Carolina and Southern California, the Carolinas, like who cares, dude? Same fucking thing, dude. Okay. They just eat different fucking, like, cheese sticks, right? <laughs> So they fry them <laughs> over here. Or they fucking smother them in butter over there. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, like, don't
0: bu- matter. It's like Texas barbecue and fucking you know Kansas City barbecue. One yeah, uses yeah, it yeah. fucking rub, with other uses sauce. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, fucking Oregon and Washington. Those two fucking pale ass white people. I'll give
0: you that. Fucking like really all of,
1: All fucking like Kurt Cobain out. Kurt Cocaine out. All fucking into their micro breweries and shit, <laughs> like fucking and their curly Q mustaches. Yeah, d- d- you know what I'm saying. I don't. Okay. You can't get offended if you confuse the two. Yeah. But anyways, that's I always envision them as like, just like pale redheads or whatever. Like that's what I envision the, the the Conor McGregor's of the world. You know, you know all Copper Kelly making <laughs> hey shout out to Copper Kelly. Copper Kelly makes some of the best sounding Bakersfield sound style country. I'm yeah. not even joking. That's not a joke. He makes the Bakersfield sound. Like Better than people
0: than Bakersfield.
1: Yeah. I was listening to that. I was like, dude, we need to promote him in Bakersfield because that shit sounds like the Bakersfield sound that we were taught our whole mm-hmm. lives that came out of Bakersfield. I was like, this is fucking beautiful. People in Bakersfield need to um, appreciate this fucking gem of a man yeah. and fucking like, <laughs> adopt him. <laughs> and like bring him in here and like call him one of our own. Just put our there arm around go. him. But anyways, um, yeah, I I didn't realize it was that fucking cold, and I didn't realize that their ocean is actually some of the most violent oceans mm-hmm. out there. As a matter of fact, a little bit further north, I think they have like the island that has like the most like violent winds in like the Guinness oh, World yeah. Records it's or whatever.
0: The butt of something.
1: Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I'll look it up, but keep talking. <coughs> but anyways, yeah, they had it has some of the most violent winds on record. Like it, it's just, it's not a friendly, like, hospitable place to be, quite honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I was surprised by that because I always envisioned it as a little bit calmer. Uh, you know, I don't think of it as like Mother Russia, where it's all like <laughs> snowed out and frozen. But like, yeah, yeah. I, I was really, really surprised by that. But um, yeah, west coast of, of uh of of Scotland basically did the not, but of Lewis, the butt of Lewis. Yeah. yeah. That's not those a fart jokes, joke. Those jokes write themselves, man.
0: Yeah. There you go. Insert fart joke. <coughs>
1: here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's just a couple of things. I mean, obviously um this thing to go back into the, uh, the actual lighthouse itself
0: constructed in 1895 to 1899. Pretty quick construction, to be quite honest with you. Mm-hmm. Considering, like, it's in the middle of fucking nowhere in the time before fucking Apple technology and fucking LED lighting and shit, the most violent <laughs> thing, you're over here with the butt of Lewis fucking... Whistling down upon you and shit, and this is why they needed that lighthouse too, is because when ships were trying to navigate their way, you know, through these waters, they needed this light, you know, yeah. to let them know that, like, hey, hey, dude, you're about to hit some rockies. Some hey, watch mountains. out for that caca.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's um, it's really violent seas, and I'm surprised they didn't have that prior to that, but mm-hmm. they built it pretty quickly. One of the things that I was very surprised by is uh, when I was doing a little more research into the island. They talk a lot about all the railroads that are on the island, and when you look at pictures of the of the island now, there's no more railroads because they've all been kind of overgrown. But they use a lot of railroads to. Whoa, was that my computer? Was it this computer? Something yeah. just happened. My ear yeah. just popped. But they use a lot of railroads to build the actual light. All the railroads there were just basically built for the materials to get brought to to that specific area to build this like tall ass lighthouse. Yeah which I did not realize was as tall as it is, like, to the point where where it is. Let me see if I actually have the dimensions and specs of the actual lighthouse, but it's pretty fucking
0: tall, dude. Yeah, because it's, like, this treacherous um, <coughs> uh, island, and I think it sits about 200 feet above sea level. Correct. And you're going above all these rocks and, you know, wet grass and whatnot. And if you go to the Wikipedia, like, it shows, you know, You know, the the remnants of uh, the railway, which is just a bunch of concrete slabs and shit. Uh, But they would have to use, like, a crane and, like, a pulley system, you know, just to bring provisions and, like, the the lighter fluid to, you know, to to, to light, you know, the 20 barrels to light, you know, the actual lighthouse and whatnot. And, like, it seemed like more work than maybe it was worth because, you know, you're pretty much at this point just doing a public service for any ship that was going— Past these treacherous waters, like it was just to let them know, like, hey, you're gonna run into some rocks, like you don't want to be Titanic Part Two (laughs) or or a precursor to the Titanic, if you will. It It ain't happened yet, but trust me, you don't want it to happen. We're gonna make a really fucking long, (laughs) boring movie. The chicks are gonna drive. You you didn't like that movie? Hell no, dude. But it's like the Star Wars for girls. Like really,
1: you know, another James Cameron movie, right? Yeah, that's wild. Uh, I I don't dislike that movie. I, it's all right. It's not like my favorite movie, but for the most part, it's it's all right. It's it's not. When's the last time you watched it?
0: Ninety seven when it first came out, and my uncle, oh God rest his soul, like he was like my action hero god. Like we would yeah. watch all the Rambo's. We'd watch all the Terminators together. Yeah. We'd watch, you know, what's that one movie with jean Claude Van Damme? He's like fighting with Dennis Rodman's like tag team or some shit. Demolition man. Probably, we're going to say yeah. But Demolition Man's in there too with Wesley yeah. Snipes. But, anyways, like we'd watch all those action movies. So, I was visiting in Utah for Christmas <coughs> and he's like, Hey, Jacob, before you leave, we got to go hit up the movies, which was par for the course, you yeah, know, like yeah. every time we visited for Christmas. And he goes, James Cameron got this new movie out, right? And it has the most. Special effects, the most expensive special effects of all time. Like, we got to check it out. It's the same guy that did Terminator Terminator 2. Like, we're in. We're invested. Yeah, yeah. That would have sold me, too, dude. Yeah, I was like, ah, fuck yeah. I I trust you as my lord and savior in action movies, Lee. And so we go and watch it. And by, like, an hour into it, mind you, like, I'm, like, 11 or 12 or whatever, right? Yeah. I'm sitting there. He's sitting there. Like, we're, like, slowly passing away, like, just, like, sitting there. And by the end of the movie, like the credits are rolling, Celine Dion's like, you know, pounding her chest, singing "My Heart Will Go On." I was like, Lee, don't ever fucking (laughs) take the lead anymore on these movies or whatever, right? But that was the last time I watched it, and I was so pissed off because we had that option or seeing Jackie Brown, and I would rather prefer to see Jackie Brown. That's wild.
1: Um, yeah, I'll I'll be honest with you, I I don't think Titanic's that bad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I think it's I think it's all right. I think it's I I'll be honest with you. I kind of want to rewatch it now because it's been at least six or seven years since the last time I saw it. Oh wow! But um,
0: but I don't think it's that bad. I think it's pretty enjoyable. Let me ask you this: If there was the Flannan Isles lighthouse, do you think it would have hit that iceberg?
1: <laughs> Fuck no, dude. Yeah. That Flannon Isles, <laughs> they're <laughs> fucking heroes, bro. <laughs> they're fucking heroes. Unsung heroes. Yeah. Anyways, let's meet these fucking heroes, dude. <laughs> All right. These are some fucking super fucking Scottish names, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to start with my favorite one, though. Donald MacArthur. All there right, dude. Go. That fucking doesn't even get any more fucking, like, if his name was Copper Kelly, wouldn't get more fucking uh, <laughs> Scottish. Scottish, right? Scor-ish. Even though I think he's Irish, yeah. but whatever. Anyways, uh, James Mudock. Is that correct? <laughs> Mudock. M- M- <laughs> <laughs> Modoc, go on <laughs> and Thomas Marshall sounds like a fucking yeah, white yeah, dude yeah, very fucking South rep- Carolina name fucking Republican dude
0: <laughs> fucking I have James Ducat William McArthur and Thomas Marshall
1: uh, yeah the same guys <laughs> but, but it's basic Thomas Marshall definitely like the fucking whitest dude yeah. on, on here but um, three guys there's actually an alternate as well mm. who was not on the island at the time he was actually like a substitute kind of guy um, they all had like their power rankings of how important they were, which I mm-hmm. thought was adorable. Yeah, because they basically all essentially did the same job.
0: You just light the lighthouse.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's funny because like if you look at like the the duties of a, of a, the lighthouse, is they're all pretty straightforward. It's like keeping track of everything, making sure that the ocean's still there, and <laughs> like. <laughs> Make it, they're very simple. Like, make sure, like, nothing gets overgrown. Make sure the lighthouse stays white and tall. It's, like, stuff that's just going to happen regardless, dude. Like, you don't have to be there for the majority of
0: of the day, dude. Make sure you eat. It's, like... <laughs> Keep a log of when you light it, when the sun goes down and shit. It basically is and, that. And it's kind of, like, the way I took it, it's kind of, like, these are, these are the fucking people that, like, just want to be left alone kind of thing. Like, the outcasts of society... And, and I always thought like lighthouse keepers, like they just lived in solitary, but solitary, but.
1: And that's a big reason that this is a job because the solid, the solitary, sol solidarity solidarity. of the job is what makes it so difficult that it's literally you and two other dudes. And can you get along with these two other Mm -hmm. dudes? It's not so much that it's physically grueling or anything like that. Kind of. I mean, you still have to deal with the fucking ocean at your fucking face 24 24 seven for three weeks straight. But for the most part, it's not a lot going on. And the not a lot going on can drive it. P- this is before internet, dude. Like yeah. it's not like you could fucking just go, go on. Pornhub. Yeah. And be like, Let's see what fucking Alex Cole's up to dude. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit will get me through some fucking rainy <laughs> nights. But like, this is, like, nothing. Even, like, as much as, like, if I was, like, all right, I guess I could, Cream Pie we, has a different meeting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, even if it was, like, you, me, and Ben, and we were in a lighthouse for, like, three months straight, I'd be, like, fuck, dude. Like, we can only do the same fucking Arnold impersonation <laughs> so many times, the same Kakawata <laughs> jokes over and over. It would be, like. When does Eddie get here to, like, send like, one of us home? <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, are you here to replace Ben? No, what are you guys have to, me and Ben are showing bunk beds or something like that. <laughs>
0: I don't know, dude. It, it's just and I thought that was that was cool too that like I just thought that you just they just dumped you off like in a lighthouse by yourself and like you lived the rest of your life as a hermit or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, but like there was for this, you know, uh for this lighthouse uh there that was commissioned by the Northern Lighthouse Board of Scotland. Uh, you know, they had these three gentlemen and then they had the alternate, which was Joseph Moore. So what he would do is he would send somebody home, let's just say James Ducat and, you know, th- th- he would go home for two weeks and then James would come back and then they would just rotate, which to me like that, that, that seems fair, you know, because you got to have some kind of, you know, sanity. Like you got to have some place to spend this money that you're accumulating at yeah. like, this lighthouse or whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. It's a rough way of living. It's, it's very, it reminds me of like oil field workers mm-hmm. and how like they go off and like
0: four weeks on, two weeks off. W- yeah. What's
1: that? Like oil rigs out in the middle of the ocean. Like that's the equivalent of that today. Like, oh yeah. Those motherfuckers go out there and like or just fucking like just porn hub. I don't even think they can get Pornhub out there <laughs> like I don't know what they do they literally have to pack magazines and shit to like go out there but anyways that's literally what they're doing out there for like two weeks at a time dealing with these two like other motherfuckers and that's basically it that's the beginning December 15th the year 1900 which is a fucking scary year to be mm-hmm. in in the world because this is like before the titanic, before the spanish flu, before anything cool happened basically. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, before spanish flu, after spanish flu. This is people before. This is like I don't even think cars were invented yet, dude. No. Nope. There wasn't shit going on. Like people were still horse and buggy at this time, dude. Can you
0: believe they overturned slavery over there <laughs> in the Americas?
1: Oh yeah, where the, slavery was like a new thing for them, like or the lack of slavery. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brits, did they have slavery? I actually don't know they, their history with...
0: They started it, like, the whole fucking... Yeah, they were colonizing it. They e- called it colonizing, though. They yeah. kept it classy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know the history of, like, Brits, like, taking over things and, like, calling it their own, their loyal subjects. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they basically go out there. December... And already, we talked about how this is a very northern part of the world. This is, like, Canada, an ocean to be out there is like it must be fucking freezing mm-hmm. The in their logs. They do talk about how, sorry, my nose is like fucking annoying the shit at me in their logs. They do talk about how they were bracing themselves for like these intense storms that they were getting. And there were, the, there was records of, of storms at that time period. Um, and this is kind of where the story will kind of – I guess we should tell it the way that they told it through their logs. But they were battling a lot of storms. They were bracing themselves for these storms while they were out there just navigating the ocean from this lighthouse. And uh, let me actually see if I have the the, the actual logs in here. Um, but, but it sounded like it was this terrible living with these three other dudes mm-hmm. and bracing themselves for this but at the same time these were all seasoned veterans to the ocean these were not rookies to mm-hmm. to what happens in a lighthouse um i believe one of the the most terrifying parts of 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 their logs is that they talk about i think it's um uh thomas
0: marshall i believe is the one that like starts to break down in tears um and he was described like this is like big burly man. So it would be like the last person you would have thought that would have broke down in tears.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's like really these guys are guys that have seen storms before in their lives.
0: So they the, embrace it, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like this is not something that should be new to them. They, mm-hmm. They're they in a brand new lighthouse. Like this is not some it's janky old thing. State of the art, yeah. Yeah, like this is the top of the line for, for <laughs> the 1900s, bro. Yeah. They built this with the best horse and buggies. <laughs> so like um, the fact that they were freaking out, And, you know, describing this as, like, hey, they're breaking down, they're crying. They actually, there's a point where they talk about how they had a prayer session where they all got together to pray together. That's some pretty extreme shit. That's Mm -hmm. the kind of stuff you do when you think you're about to die. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not normal, not normal for guys that are seasoned bets. I think if it was, like, me and, like, some dude that doesn't know how to swim or whatever, like, that's the shit that I'd be doing. I was like, dude, I don't know how to swim, dude. (laughs) You're going to have to fucking just hide under the bed. (laughs) uh, Dude, you're going to have to fucking doggy paddle like with me on your (laughs) shoulders, dude. Like rough shit. Like not, not stuff that, that seasoned veterans should have to go through in the middle of all this. Oh, I guess not in the middle of all this, but you know, this is something that was kind of going under the radar. Obviously, they're in the middle of nowhere, Correct. so it's not like people are paying attention to to what's co- happening out there. But it, but in the middle of all this, they a ship does kind of go through there, and then and they're basically like, "Hey, the uh, lighthouse isn't on. What's going on out there? Maybe someone should go look at that." And. Eventually, someone does go look at that. Yeah, I don't
0: know if I skipped a lot of steps, but that's the gist of everything that just happened. Yeah, and so what happened is like on December fifteenth, that ship that went by—it's a steamer Ar- Arctur or Actor. Uh, it came from actually Philadelphia, and it was on its way to Leith. Uh, but again, this is why the you know the lighthouse was built to help you know kind of be like a middleman for ships you know that were traveling afar to get to where they needed to go, like, hey, you're on the right track. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's a bunch of fucking spiky-ass rocks you want to avoid kind of thing. Yeah. They noticed, you know, by the grace of God, that, oh, shit, the fucking light wasn't operational. And, you know, per, you know, you want to make sure, like, hey, everything's okay. So when they docked three days later, uh, they told the Northern Lighthouse Board. Uh, Now, the Northern Lighthouse Board, uh, they uh, sent um, the Hesperus out uh, to sail uh, but they didn't get there until uh, after de- after Christmas, basically. Basically, and a lot of podcasts call this Boxing Day, but we're Art and Jacob do America. We don't celebrate Boxing Day. It's the day yeah. after Christmas, motherfucker. Take your fucking gifts you don't want back to the Bailey Pizza or back- box those shit up and send it back to Amazon or whatever. Right? Uh, but anyways, um, as you know, par for the course. I'm sure there's a lot of people on leave. You know, because it's the Christmas holiday. Everyone's gearing up to get drunk for fucking New Year's Eve. So, you know, they're not able to get somebody out there until the day after Christmas. So you got to yeah. think, pretty much like two weeks goes by before they send somebody out to investigate what's going on. Why, was it, why wasn't your light on, you know, for that the, the fucking steamer arctor to, you know, make its way by?
1: The funny thing about this is that they do, I don't want to say investigate, but there are protocols to find out why a light wouldn't be on. And there's a guy that's supposed to be keeping an eye on them. Um, Roderick McKenzie. Okay. Roderick McKenzie was supposed to be keeping an eye on them, making sure that the light... So basically just like looking with his fucking telescope, make sure the light's on. There's also like this bright... Um, uh, it's like a saucer that should just shine light, kind of like a reflector. Okay. And so they just look out for the reflector, make sure if the reflector's out, that means that they're calling for help. Like something terrible's happened, somebody died, somebody got hurt, send, send people out here for help. So... They basically ask him like the 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 lighthouse commission people show up and go, hey, have you noticed anything? And he basically says, oh yeah, I have noticed that the light has the lighthouse hasn't been on. Yeah. But I didn't think it was abnormal. And they were like, well, how long has it been down for? And they, I think he says, from December seventh to December twenty ninth. And the fact that he never asked for help or anything like that, kind of abnormal. But yeah. Anyways, this is an older gentleman who basically is doing this. I believe it was he was getting paid like what would be the equivalent of like I don't know, like thirty dollars a month for this. So it's not like he was like That's his priority top priority, list. right? Like if you're getting paid thirty dollars a month, my fucking kid got me a new tie for Christmas, <laughs> man. I got yeah. This is like old people shit, where it's like, oh, you know, I I'm getting paid to like fucking like. I don't know, hand shit, walk the kid across the street or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Like, they give old people like those weird things, <laughs> make sure they still feel like they're part of society and shit. <laughs> Someone's like fucking unsubscribing right now for sure. <laughs> but
0: uh, <laughs> this wasn't my favorite podcast yeah, until they like, started showing me signs of
1: ageism. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I walk those kids across the street every day with but, pride. America, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's like, oh, dude, the the Pacific Northwest definitely not a fan of us right now either. But, um, anyways, they uh, he basically doesn't have an excuse. Basically says, I don't know. Yeah, it looked seemed normal to me, but I do understand that that they were out without lights for two weeks. Anyways, it does take them a while to get to the
0: t- to the actual island as they show up. Mm-hmm. So on December uh, twenty nineteen hundred, uh, Robert Muirhead, a Northern Lighthouse Board uh, superintendent, arrived to conduct the official investigation into the incident. Muirhead had originally recruited all three of the missing men and knew them personally. He examined the clothing left behind in the lighthouse and concluded that Ducat Marshall had gone down the western landing stage and that MacArthur, the occasional, you know, the rotational guy, had left the lighthouse during the heavy rain and in his shirtless sleeves. He noted that whoever left the light last and left the light last and unattended was in breach of the NLB rules. He also noted that some of the damage to the west landing was difficult to believe unless actually seen. And this is his writing. From evidence which I was able to produce, I was satisfied that the men had been on duty up until dinner time on Saturday, the 15th of December. That they had gone down to secure a box in which the mooring ropes, landing ropes, etc., were kept, and which was secured in a crevice in the rock about 110 feet above sea level, and that an extra large sea had rushed up the face of the rock. Sorry, guys, this is written by hand, so I'm trying to write or understand this shit. A sea had rushed up the uh, face of the rock and had gone above them and coming down with immense force had swept them completely away. Whether this explanation brought any comfort to the families of the lost keepers, DeCat left a wife and four children, MacArthur a wife and two children is unknown. The development did, however, tarnish the lighthouse's reputation for many years after the incident. So pretty much what he's, you know, after he got his, you know, spectacles out and was investigating like Sherlock Holmes is that, you know, there was a, a wild... Weather that was going on. Uh, He noticed that, you know, where they were keeping, you know, their supplies, like a bunch of ropes and things that you, like I was saying, like we were saying earlier, that, you know, they had a rope in their supplies, you know, this railroad thing at the docks. Uh, That box, I I guess, had gotten crashed open. And I guess one of the gentlemen, in a previous job, he got fined for losing equipment. And mind you, one of these people had, like, four children. So if you're going to get fine money and you got four fucking starving kids at yeah. home that are supposed to buy you a tie for Christmas and shit, yeah. like, you don't <laughs> want that fucking shit falling on you. So what they did is they run outside because they noticed that two raincoats, and they call it, like, oil slickers. Oil slickers, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that some fucking, you know, democratic fucking... It's, it's
1: that same thing from, like, I Know What You Did Last Summer with, the, like, with the
0: killer wears. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a, uh, the man in the yellow hat with his, his rain jacket. Yeah, like, yeah. The guy man. from
1: the Long John Silver's commercials. Yeah. Yeah, or like yeah, the there you fish go. sticks commercial, or whatever. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that should help our YouTube. Hey, shout out to people that grew up in the nineties. that remember Long Dong Silver's commercials. Oh
0: yes, I don't Hush have probably. those anymore. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, two of the uh, the oil skins w- were missing, uh, but one was left. And now, um, the one that was left <coughs> was belonged to William MacArthur, and mm-hmm. what he surmised was, is that the t- two other gentlemen went out to secure, you know, that rope. Which was like battered to shit. I guess a part of the island was ripped up like the grass.
1: Yeah, and that's really key because there were things that were abnormal. Um there was the metal railing was bent yeah. down. There was a giant rock that's I think it was just left there as like just a fixture of like here's a cool rock, you know, place yeah, yeah. places just it's a big rock, just leave uh. it. That rock had like slid down to the bottom of the little island or whatever. So Huge rock, not easy to move. They left it there on purpose because it was supposed to stay there. Now it's on a different part of the island. It's all toppled over. Very strange things. All things that, you know, point to there was a heavy storm that happened here.
0: Yeah, and so he surmises that there was some kind of catastrophe and that William MacArthur ran out, you know, in you know without his you know oil skin on just ran out to go help him and as he went to go help him another wave came and washed him away as well yeah yeah actually
1: you know we'll get into the more details and theories of of all that but yeah i mean obviously the men being missing there they're they're missing off the island and Everyone's kind of alarmed. They also noticed that they had a clock. I think they all just had like one big clock that they would look at to keep the time. The the clock had stopped working, Mm -hmm. which is kind of strange. You know, clocks don't just stop working. So I actually was going to look into, you know, because they called it like a dial clock or something
0: like that. I think those like they you had to wind it. Uh That's why it was important. I guess that's how they knew that they were missing uh, because no one had wound the clocks. I had to keep them ticking and whatnot. Um, Yeah. And, you know, pretty strange things, obviously. Um,
1: No surprise, but the men were never found after this. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is kind of where the mystery begins, really. Because one of the most obvious things that happened to this island is that it looks like some kind of catastrophe happened. Either... I don't want to say I didn't even know what a rogue wave was until like I started doing this and by the way if you ever want to get freaked out about life Google rogue <laughs> waves because apparently like they just happen my girlfriend was telling me about them she showed me videos like she grew up next to the ocean so she's like yeah you always have to look out for rogue waves and I'm like what I've never seen them before Yeah, and, and apparently this part of the world actually is pretty notorious for rogue waves which yes so another thing to keep in mind but you know, that's what it looks like. Either a big storm happened and like a rogue wave follow it. It all fucking seems to tie into that. But one of the things that makes this so interesting is that although there were storms reported earlier in the month, in the month of December, as it got closer and closer to the time period that these gentlemen were reported to have gone missing, it was reported that the the seas were actually pretty calm. And there was actually like no storms in sight at, at during this time period. So that's one of the weird things about it, specifically where they were at. It didn't look like there were actual storms reported in that area, whether it just be a very concentrated area, like maybe their little island, which is at first I was like, that's fucking stupid. That's impossible. But we both been to Hawaii when it's little to say when it's little islands like that that is very likely that one side of the island has a storm and the other one does not it's called a microenvironment yeah. yeah yeah so at first i was like
0: that's fucking impossible
1: and then i thought about that i was like no that's kind of possible
0: on our way back home when we had to <laughs> drive to the airport from um where we were staying at to the airport in maui you basically have to travel around the whole half of the island so you're you're going uh, for about 40 or 50 minutes you know, on the shoreline, and then you, you, where we were at, where all the resorts are at, and the waves are relatively calm and what, whatnot. And I saw a few like large waves, but then you start to get to where like you know people live in their vans and they just surf all day or whatever. And I was like, dude, that's a cool ass life or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then you see signs continuously. It's like, hey, watch out for Tsunami waves, yeah. Yeah, and it was scary because, like, you would see, like, you know, kids out there, you know, paddle boarding and whatnot. And you would just see, like, these huge, like, cartoonishly big waves. And you would see, like, dudes, like, you know, do their little thing, you know, throw them and whatnot. But then you would see, like, water. Like, and this was off maybe, like, 50 or maybe 100 feet away. But then you would see, like, water like, in the middle of the road, and you got to think, like, whoa, that would be a humongous wave. Like, you got to think, like, the the momentum of it maybe had to go up about 200 (coughs) feet or so to be able to crash, like, 100 feet away into the freeway and whatnot, and there's, like, all of these signs, like, posted everywhere, like, watch out for waves. Keep your eyes both ahead of you and to the right of you, because if you don't, you might get what and then you see, like, car crash marks and shit, like, that push you up against, like, the mountain and shit, and you're, like, fuck like that is crazy that that could happen so all throughout like doing my research for this fucking topic i was thinking like all of all these fucking you know uh, people that are thinking coming up with their theories like no it couldn't have been the weather because like you said the, uh, it was reported that the conditions yeah. were calm you don't need a storm for the fucking waves to be humongous because it was beautiful weather the whole time I was in Hawaii and you would see like these humongous like wave marks hit in the middle of the freeway and shit. And I was like, dude, that is terrifying. And that's probably what happened to them. So the funny thing about this is when, when
1: I pitched this idea, I had first heard about this story and it was presented in a way that it, it made it sound like it was, uh, a case of people entering, uh, you know, uh, uh, another dimension like these yeah. people were swept into this this electric storm came and swept them into another dimension and that's how they disappeared and they popped out in skinwalker ranch yeah, yeah. and honestly that's what really intrigued me about this because i was like oh dude this is a great case of people just banishing into thin air and it was reported that it was sunny and like there was signs of a catatras and the more i thought about it the more i'm like No, it's actually pretty possible that that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Especially when you know that this is a part of the world that has some of those notorious rogue waves. And their rogue waves, for the most part, the ones that we're familiar with here, are about three stories tall. Mm -hmm. The rogue wave that they're getting there is, and I I looked it up, I had to, (laughs) I looked it up, about three stories is about 40 feet Um their rogue waves were close to 900 feet, which is ridiculous. That's the
0: size of the actual, like, fucking lighthouse itself. You no, know, so the actual lighthouse is built 200 feet above, so the, the actual island is 200 feet above sea level and whatnot, right? Uh-huh. And the actual lighthouse is 75 feet. And, you know, the focal point of the, where everything <clears> happened <throat> at happened about 331 feet above sea level and whatnot, right? Yeah. So, you know, the exact amount of my round numbers if you're saying that a rogue wave could get 900 feet that is super possible that that's what would happen now sometime in the 70s they did it like an investigative journalist went out to the island to investigate and he went to the same you know bedrooms and whatnot uh that you know these gentlemen were at and i guess he actually went to the top of uh the lighthouse and he was reporting and he goes now it was calm as shit but I was still feeling like sprays of the ocean at the top of the lighthouse. And this is without a fucking rogue wave happening. Yeah. I, I just looked it up. Apparently
1: like the highest wave ever recorded was a 100 foot wave. So, I mean, it's, it's fucking insane. Uh, I believe it's 101.4 feet. Anyways, it actually has a name like the nausea wave, but anyways, <coughs> totally possible that that could happen. I mean, that one's just the record setting one, but mm-hmm you know and you know what i think i i think i said 900 but i i, I might have meant 90 feet. <laughs> okay but um <laughs> but i mean it's still possible still pretty if, no tall.
0: One, if no one's there to record it it could have been possible that that's not even the 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 highest that it's ever been oh yeah been absolutely um what's funny is though is there's other theories and this is where like i started to, like you know roll my eyes a little bit uh but it was said that the island was notoriously haunted and that you know this island used to be inhabited by people who would sacrifice bodies to the gods <laughs> Now, one theory stated that maybe the gods thought that the Northern Lighthouse Board (laughs) was sending these gentlemen here basically for their doom. It was basically to sacrifice uh, people to suffice the gods so that those huge waves wouldn't hit fucking Glasgow or (laughs) some other place like in Scotland or whatever, right? Uh, But that was found to be bullshit. Uh, Another um, theory that was floated around there that it was aliens. And they said that because that a neighboring island said they saw lights in the sky. Turns out that that was just bullshit. That was just conjecture that was made up in some magazine article to scare yeah. kids or whatnot. Uh, another one was that, um, it, which could be possible, but there's no evidence to support this, is that William MacArthur was known to be some kind of hothead. Uh, It's possible that he got into a fight, some kind of royal rumble, and killed the other two men. You know what? I I do find that not too unlikely, though. Mm -hmm. Because imagine, you know, you're out
1: there. You're in the fucking middle of the ocean. You're dealing with, like, shitty weather. And you're dealing with- Christmas time. You have to get along with these people. Like, you have to be able to do it. If you have one guy who's, like, already breaking down in tears, let's just say that did happen. Yeah. They do have those moments where they're breaking out in tears and they're praying. Like they're, it only takes one moment of like fucking bad judgment to be like fuck this guy and accidentally stab somebody, and all of a sudden like you're having to cover up a murder. Like <laughs>
0: things can go pretty bad pretty quickly, and then it turns into a murder suicide and shit. And he, yeah, yeah. So they they get very specific that you know he fought these two men, <clears> killed them, <throat> threw them off the you know the top the <laughs> top of the fucking you know, the island and whatnot, and then, you know, committed suicide by jumping off or whatever. Uh, again, there's no evidence to support that. Um, another one it was is that, you know, pirates came. Oh, I did not hear this. Yeah, pirates came. Or The, the way they, they phrased it was a little bit more scientific, that, you know, uh, a foreign nation came and kidnapped them or whatever, but that's basically pirates or whatever. You know right? what's
1: funny? We make fun of pirates, but pirates are still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even in today's, like, world, like, that's a real thing. That's fucking scary as fuck. i your captain now. Like, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm never fucking riding the Disney cruise, bro. Oh, like, me either, dude. That sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, yeah like any cruise ship, like, no, nah, I'm
0: good, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you know. And if I was a pirate, I don't blame him. I, that would be the first cruise ship I would jack is fucking the Disney cruise line. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though,
1: like, I do think that. Actually, I would probably say, like the Caribbean Seas one or whatever. Because oh, okay. I feel like that's, like, the more affordable one, so they'll probably have less protection. But like <laughs> they have, like, one teenager with, like, pepper spray trying to fight off all these <laughs> pirates and shit. Like, <laughs> don't they give you, like, tickets to the Caribbean if you signed up for, like, a... <laughs> if, you like, read,
0: if you read enough books.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to read 20 hours a month, and they give you a free Caribbean... <laughs> and like and that and know. a personal pan, like, pizza for pizza. pizza. <laughs> they just give that (laughs) shit away dude juice box no i I think it's like if you sign up for a credit card like they give you like a coupon to like oh there's two free passes for signing up for this like (laughs) credit card it's some garbage things like that like caribbean caribbean cruises are like the most like deadly shit ever dude yeah but anyways i'm uh, good yeah. yeah 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 i'm never writing that shit I, I did see something that like there was a potential of like a lovers quarrel like two of the dudes were like in oh, love with each other. Oh, so it was like each a other. broke back mountain situation. It, was, it could have been a broke back mountain situation there. Um and that maybe like the one of the guys found out about it and then it turned into like a murder suit. It was there's a whole fucking like thing about that and I was like, dude, I don't know. That seems like a lot of speculation. There's a lot of stretching the truth about these type of things. Uh, I don't know. I was like, I I don't understand how. That one's pretty wild, but there's a whole thing about how, like, two of the dudes were, like, in love and then uh, one of them, like, caught them and, like, found out that they were a couple and, like, all this. (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God,
0: dude. (laughs) So the Ben and Eddie storyline continues. Yeah, <laughs> hey Jacob, you gotta leave the room, dude. <laughs> Me and Ben called dibs on the light, the top of the lighthouse.
1: I don't know, dude. It's fucking. Hey, shit happens, dude. It was a fucking nineteen hundred. But there was sheep on the fucking. Um... That's the most interesting thing about this whole thing: the sheep. Yeah. Um. So there was a long history of sheep herders saying that in those islands, the sheep's always had twins twin sheeps, which is really weird that they can distinguish when one sheep looks like another sheep because they, they all look, look the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then apparently their sheep herders are still on that island, like that particular island, up until like fairly recently from where the guys took over because the sheep herders were no longer on that island mm-hmm. when that incident they that stu- Yeah, what they would do happened. is they,
0: they would just drop off the sheep and maybe mm-hmm. check on them once or twice a year.
1: Yeah, but I don't think there were actual sheep's when that happened there. Oh wow! Like they must have taken the sheep's with them. I have yeah. no idea how
0: like sheep. You ain't fucking worked. my sheep's! You fucking! Yeah, I broke don't back trust
1: out. you with these fucking sheep, bro. These buttholes are getting too big. I <laughs> measured the butthole, dude. <laughs> the circumference of the caca uh, is getting way too large. At least I don't hear anything about that unless they just say like, "Hey, these sheep got swept out into the ocean." Because mm. if if that if that happened, then like. Problem solved. Case solved. Like, everybody just got swept up into the fucking ocean. Like, all right. I did a lot of rogue wave research at at this point, thanks to fucking YouTube. Um, I honestly believe that a rogue wave took them. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think that they were probably battling something, a storm, and... One thing led to another, and rogue waves just fucking happened. And mm-hmm. I, I, there's no coming back from that one because rogue waves are one of those brutal things I didn't even know existed
0: until this week.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's how I feel about this one. And,
0: and what a fucking way to go too, right? Yeah. Like that's like the like, that's the scariest thing about like this show, like not aliens, not fucking you know a lovers' quarrel. <laughs> I caught you fucking a sheep and <laughs> bin up there, boy. Yeah. Uh, not that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was pirates. I don't think Captain Jack Sparrow came and took him on a wild uh-huh. adventure on the Black Pearl. I don't think that happened. I just think it was just like they were just doing their job. Fucking Willie MacArthur was like, what's going on here? Yeah. And, you know, like a man with his bare chest, like Willie from The Simpsons, like yeah, went to yeah. fucking help them out or whatever. And then he got swept in the waves to the ocean took him. They're out there with the fucking Richard Pucks that went to go steal the Titanic or whatever and shit. Yeah. And their bodies are at the bottom of the ocean with Osama Bin Laden's fucking More twin. likely, that is what happened. Like, that
1: seems like the most possible case. Um, yeah, I don't know why people feel the need to just throw aliens into every equation. But this one, I felt like had no... Nothing. Nothing behind it with aliens. I thought the the like parallel universe thing where these people got swept up into a wormhole or whatever. I was really intrigued by that. And I was actually hoping that there was gonna be more of that because I've been like all geeked out about that and like, mm-hmm. these UFOs are interdimensional beings and all this shit, and I was like, Oh hell yeah, bring it on. But there's like nothing. Like it's like literally like a storm swept them up and like fucking killed them. And the dude that was supposed to be watching them. If they're calling for help, doesn't like fucking look out his window to check that they're busy
0: banging a sheep. Yeah,
1: probably, dude. It's an old man, dude. It's like, dude, (laughs) that dude was making like thirty dollars a month, dude. (laughs) Fuck. If if we learn one lesson from this, is don't trust the elderly (laughs) (laughs) or pay them. (laughs) Pay the elderly more, dude. Yeah, that's that's a big moral of the story. Um, but yeah, I mean. As we were doing this this topic, like obviously that thing with the the people doing the Titanic thing was happening, and I was like, "All right, dude." Like one thing is like, man was not meant to fucking mess with the ocean, dude. Like yeah. the ocean is no fucking joke. I even like okay, so I was we we're doing this topic that was happening. I started looking into like oil rigs, and like I did not know this, dude. I thought oil rigs were like like, a whole structure to the bottom of the ocean, dude, they're just tattered. Like, it's just fucking ropes hanging, like, those giant fucking structures that are digging for oil, they're just fucking tied down with ropes. I did not know that. And they do that on purpose so, like, when a giant wave happens, they can kind of rock with it. And there's fucking people on that shit, dude. Can fuck you imagine yeah.
0: being on that shit and just being like, well, don't worry, our ropes will keep us in place. <laughs>
1: what the fuck, dude? Dude.
0: I- The Twine Factory in South Carolina's (coughs) got us. Well, they're like
1: metal, like heavy duty shit, but like still fucking terrifying, dude. I was like, no No. fucking way, dude. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, God, dude, you better hope there's no Godzilla in there, dude. Like, (laughs) Godzilla's (laughs) ripping through that shit, dude. Like, I think about that shit. Like, I'm not saying like Cthulhu's real and shit, but like the likelihood of the, the giant squid, like fucking megalodon, megalodon, or fucking Whatever is on the cover of some Mastodon album, <laughs> like <laughs> like that shit is like, it's a possibility, dude. There's yeah yeah another a topic that should definitely get covered one day, like underwater giants. Like
0: mm.
1: I'm not saying that they're all possible, but like you know we covered that thing with the, the we were, we did the bloop right? We covered that like strange r- recordings, yeah. Um, and one of them was the bloop where like they record a a giant like. It sounds like a giant burp underwater. Yeah. <clears throat> and they, some people think that that was like an iceberg breaking because it was such so loud and heard through like a big part of the ocean. But they really don't know because it sounds organic. It sounds like an animal making that noise. We know more about space than we do about the deep blue sea. Sadly, that's true. And s- some people think that all these like aliens tied into aliens actually are coming from underwater. Mm. and. Underwater unidentified objects is ooh, another topic. We talked about that a long time ago when Eric was still on the podcast. And Eric's was like, we should cover that, man. That's going to be a good topic. And we just never did.
0: Four or five years later. <laughs> 40, yeah, <dude. laughs> it is. still on the list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cover underwater objects. We got to cover Flanagan fucking lighthouse first, yeah, guys. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't know. Well, this, this topic was like,
1: this was going to be kind of like, I wanted an easier topic. And it really was, because there's not a lot to cover. It's like, fucking dudes go missing, dude. You know. And like, but it was intriguing enough that it was worth talking about. But I didn't realize it was gonna be so easy to solve. Like every time I saw like someone on YouTube like
0: making and it sound all mysterious, and I thought too like it was like a series of stories. Like I thought this was just the first story, and I was like, okay, they got those three, they lost those three guys, send in another four they were gonna <laughs> rotate, and those motherfuckers went missing, and then two motherfuckers went missing. All right, 1970 happens. We're gonna make this an automated lighthouse. And I thought that was going to be a series of those, but it was just like, oh, no, it's just the, this one time. Just three dudes. women. You, have you ever seen the movie The Lighthouse? I wanted to watch it, and I was hoping that movie was about this because I was like, it would give me an excuse yeah. to watch it. But I, I guess it wasn't. Uh, I guess there's a-, a Gerard Butler one about this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, but it's – which makes sense because he's Scottish or whatever. Oh, really? like, this is a part of our
1: history. He always plays like the man's man, right? Yeah. Like
0: he's always –
1: like that's pretty much the only role he can get is yeah. like fucking that or a fucking oil field worker or like <laughs> just something like the manager at a Dave and Buster's <laughs>
0: My second wife left me. Yeah, he
1: always has that. Like he has a drinking problem in every movie. Yeah. Like or that should tell you something when like in every role you have to have a drinking problem. <laughs> it's like Gerard Butler, we're we're basically saying, Get your shit together, Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: it's it's a it's a light fucking intervention here. Yeah.
1: Gerard, you've been cast as the alcoholic from Nebraska. <laughs> Ten times in a row, dude. <laughs> you might want to fucking hit Get, the gym and start drinking some beet juice or juicers. <laughs> Go to Dwight Schrute's fucking gym. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's, there's healing properties to beet juice, you know. Probably also just, you know, fucking wash your hands every once in a while. You've been fucking <laughs> having all that fucking crusty, like, cum stains there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just saying, dude. Oh, God. God Anyways, bless, dude, God bless a... King Leonidas, man. <laughs> yeah, this has literally been the best podcast I've listened to on this topic.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like a lot of the uh topics that um that we cover, they're all on you know YouTubes and stuff like that. A lot of it and we say this a lot, there's a lot of copy and pasting, and this is one of the ones that had a lot of copying and pasting in it. And like it all They always make it sound like it's super mysterious, and that's
0: really what sold me on it. I heard someone talk about this and made it sound really mysterious. So much so that you replaced this episode with Nazca Lions, which I was like, oh, shit, we've been meaning to cover that since episode eight. Yeah. The
1: problem why I replaced this one with Nazca Lions is because I did, like, 30 minutes of Nazca line research, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, kind of boring. <laughs> and and it, it's cool. Like, It's like a thing where it's like, cool, the Nazca lines, they were this like why are they you know why are they so big well, who were they meant to be aliens blah, 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 blah. but then it's like it literally is like all right so what are we doing for these next 45 minutes <laughs> once we <laughs> once we explain the Nasca lines because there's the whole thing is that there's a big mystery about them but it's like i don't know yeah well that's it that was my only reason where it's like well what are you gonna, gonna talk about to well, <laughs> explain the Nazca lines jacob how do you feel about the Nazca line
0: <laughs> 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 i don't know i was just yeah well, it's good, I guess. So <laughs> I try. You're the one that picked the topic, so yeah, I trust yeah. you on that. So uh, the, the Flannan Isles Lighthouse mystery case s- closed. This solved. one is. I think we could officially say this
1: is a case closed. Yeah. Like, put on your
0: fedora, put on your fucking jacket, walk out slick like fucking. Uh, uh, what's his name from Unsolved Mystery? Robert Stack from Unsolved um, Mysteries. I was gonna say fedora.
1: You're like describing like what's that one detective? That-
0: Carmen Sandiego.
1: No. um... <clears throat> Dave Moton. Oh, okay. Perry no, Mason. Perry Mason. No, no, Perry Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave Moton wears fedoras. He's one of the f- f- few people that is allowed to wear fedoras, bro. I can see that. Oh wait, yeah. fedora. Never mind. He wears paperboy hats. Fedora. I don't know anyone that wears fedoras. Rafa. Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking till this
0: virgin till this day, bro. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. If you were past, <laughs> <laughs> if you were born past 1945 and you still want a fedora, you a virgin. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
1: You know, man, he is one of those dudes that, like, just fucking, fucking go buy a fucking prostitute, bro. It's, like, legal in most states now, bro. Like, there ain't no shame in that shit. Just fucking <laughs> pop your cherry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care, Rafa. Just fucking do it. Like, I just, I don't want that guy to die. A virgin. A fucking virgin, dude. Like, just fucking do it, bro. Like, yeah. It's like legal in like Las Vegas or something I think. That's fucking Lamar Odom, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just ask Lamar Odom where Just he Just ask gets his-
1: Lamar Odom where he gets his like cocaine and prostitutes and like he'll have a good time. Yeah. Anyways, this
0: episode got wild, but <laughs> <laughs> All right, well that's it guys. If you want to discuss where Lamar Odom gets his prostitutes and his cocaine, Guys, hit us up on all the social medias, at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter, we're at Art and Jacob Do A1, because goddamn, son, that's just how a steak is done. And maybe if they had A1 sauce in the Flannan Isle lighthouse, maybe they wouldn't have gone out and investigate. As yeah. soon as they did, they would have, because I guess apparently they left like some tenderized steaks. Yeah, they just left their meals halfway eaten and like yeah. ran out. Yeah, so it's just like if they would add A1, they'd be like, you know what, I'll check it out after I sop up all these juicy steaks. Yeah. So hit us up there. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to the Patreon where every single week we record a bonus episode uh, for your listening pleasure. Uh, nine times out of ten, those episodes that you hear on the Patreon are better than you're actually listening to today for free. Uh, so head on over there, uh, donate one dollar, donate two dollars, donate five dollars and fifty five cents. I don't give a fuck, uh, but it helps, you know, promote this podcast, helps it grow, uh, pays for these fucking uh, red lights that we don't have to sit in the room for fucking two weeks at a time. Making sure that they can on. Uh nobody keeps the light bill on. So go on over there, support us there. If you like us here, you'll love us over there. If you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend hanging on over to artandjacobdoamerican.com. Follow the merch links uh, where we currently have four designs up for your purchasing pleasure. And it's not so much to help us monetarily as we probably see a dollar fifty cents for every purchase made over there. Um, but it's more or less to help promote this podcast. So if you're on the Caribbean cruise line and shit yeah. and you're, for whatever reason, taking a fucking boat trip or a cruise... To the fucking Scottish Isles and shit, <laughs> uh, and you're wearing an orange Jacob do American T-shirt. Those people will see that we covered this topic. They'll take a listen. It'll help our numbers. It'll promote us. You're a walking or a floating billboard, if you will. And maybe you go and visit the Flannan Isle Lighthouse, get swept up, you know, in the ocean. Maybe your body falls at the bottom of the ocean, and all that's found later, like when some rich fucks <laughs> you know go <laughs> to investigate the Titanic, <laughs> all that's left is an orange Jacob do American T-shirt. Our episodes will live on in infamy forever and ever. Amen. But guys, if you want to hear other great podcasts, (laughs) guys, I highly recommend hanging on over to uh, our official network where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. So head on over there. Check out other great podcasts such as the world-famous Suffolk King podcast as well as Hillbilly Horror Story. But with that said, Art, I think that's about it, dude. That's it, man. Another classic. Another one for the fucking record. For you to vibe with. Yeah, there you go. You said Nasir or whatever, like the the biggest wave or whatever was Nasir. And I was trying to think of like a Nas joke. And I was like, yeah, man, that fucking wave's biggest or best album was fucking Elmatic. But (laughs) it just wouldn't come out in enough time. But anyways, I'm tired, guys. It's Saturday night. It's time for bed. So with that said, guys, goodbye and good night. Good night.